Do you remember when I last preached? What was it? Faith matters. Does it? Really, it matters. <clears throat> and I want to continue, and I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 11, and a part of the verse 32. And what more shall I say? For time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, um, Jephthah of David, and Samuel, and the prophets. So the time will fail, says the apostle. Of course, he just took those which came into his mind when he wrote a letter uh, to the Hebrews in order to give them the understanding. Faith was something then in the Old Testament in the people of God. And I want to speak this morning on Barak. He needed actually support. Isn't it interesting? And when I studied this, I must say it's good that also man of God finds some part. And uh, I have to read the scripture from Judges chapter 4, the verses 1 to 12. Judges chapter 4, 1 to 12. Then the sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. After Ehud died. And the Lord sold him into the hand of Yabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor, and commander of his, of his army was Sisera, who lived in Horus Hagim. The son of Israel cried out to the Lord, for he, for he had Nine, okay, I have to. The sons of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had 900 iron chariots. That was the king of uh, uh, Canaan. And these um, chariots were really fearful to Israel. Now Deborah, a prophetess, a wife, or the wife of Lapidus, was judging Israel at the time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the sons of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kadesh, Naphtali, and said to him, Behold, the Lord, the God of Israel, has commanded, Go and, and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you 10,000 men from the sons of Naphtali and from the sons of Zebulun. I will draw out to this, uh, no, I will draw out to you 
Caesarea, the commander of Jabin's army, which his chariots and with his uh, 90 troops or many troops to the river of Kohel. Yeah, Kishon. And I will give him into your hand. Then Barak said to him, if you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. A strong man, wasn't he? She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the honor shall not be yours on this journey that you are about to take. For the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulon and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and 10,000 men went up with him. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Habab, Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far as the, as the oak of Sebulon, or Saaman, which is in Kedesh. Then they told Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called together all his chariots, 900 iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Harashen Hagayim to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has given out, has gone out, before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and with the 10,000 men following him. The Lord, the Lord routed Sisera and all the chariots and all his armies with the edge of the sword because Barak and Sisera alighted from the chariots and fled away on foot. So far, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that you will have that we should have faith. Lord Jesus, when you give us a task, that we can do it, Lord, because we have faith in Jesus, faith in you. 
And I pray, Lord Jesus, also at this word, Lord, I pray that you may bless us to our bodies, so Lord, and our spirit. Blessed, O Lord Jesus, that we understand the wonderful victory you gave Barak. Lord, and I thank you that you always have a victory also for your people. We thank you in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, give grace to speak your word and also to listen to your word. We thank you, Lord, for everything you are doing also now, Lord, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus. Now it seems that the apostle who wrote this letter to the Hebrews, he didn't go according uh, to the um, chronological segments, but he picked here and there. As the Spirit of God uh, was uh, um, leading him, and he started very clearly. And we see here also Barak was in the line of those who were uh, fighting for Israel. Israel was actually turning away from the Lord. They did what the Lord didn't like. And we see God often gave them then into the hand of the enemies. And there was one horrible enemy, and that was Caesarea. He was actually the uh, captain of the army of uh, uh, the Canaanites. We see this time uh, the Lord wanted to have people who should come. And at that time, there was Deborah. She was a judge in Israel, as we read it very clearly. Now, she had a word from the Lord. And it's good that the Lord has people uh, who are gifted also with spiritual gifts. She had a word from the Lord that Caesarea, this um, horrible captain with his uh, 900 iron uh, carriages, so that they should be conquered. It was in the time of Gideon, there were only 300 people. God was able to mobilize in order to bring deliverance to, uh, to um, the children of Israel. Now, she had a counsel, and it's very important for us as well. We mustn't or think necessarily it must be the voice of a man. It was here the voice of a lady. And Deborah, maleness is not necessarily the spiritual things. We must also listen if God has somebody else given a word to the church that we should understand. Now, Deborah, she was a judge, and she um, challenged here um, this um, man and said, now, can you organize from the two tribes on the other side of the Jordan and bring them down to fight against Caesarea? Now, this was a council 
from her. And we understand that she is also being called a mother in Israel. Deborah was not a freelance prophetess, just uh, called by herself. She was called by God, and she spoke the word the Lord wanted to Israel to hear. And we see here in Judges 4.4, 4. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidus, was judging Israel at that time. She was not a self-proclaimed prophetess. And she was under the coverage of her husband. And that was very interesting also then in Israel, that the men were not pushed on the side. But she was the judge in Israel and also a prophetess. And we see here, it is better to listen to a voice from the Lord and even if it is the voice of a woman, that's important to understand. God can use women as well. And um, you ladies, you sisters, if the Lord gives you a word from God, you have the liberty to speak forth. She had a voice from the Lord. He knew that this, uh, uh, the army of the Canaanites, that they will be actually stopped. And she knew it, and she wanted to have Barak to participate in these things. She was not a so-called man-hater or man-eater. You know, there's some ladies they wanted to be above the man. That's not biblical. But she knew what God has called her for. I have uh, met a lady and she wanted to be something. And somehow she had problems with her husband because he was a little bit used to the alcohol. And all of a sudden she got an idea. And the idea was this, get divorced of him and then perhaps go to Bible college and become a preacher or whatever. Of course, it didn't work. That's not the way God works. No, God accepts even here uh, Deborah. And she received the prophecy. And we can read it in Judges chapter 4, verse 6. Now she went and summoned Barak and the son of Abinoam from Kadesh, Naphtali, and said to him, Behold, the Lord, the God of Israel, has commanded, Go and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you 10,000 men from the sons of Naphtali and from the sons of Zebulun. Now, Barak was happy to hear and not to play the first fiddle. That's interesting here. And it is not wrong if we listen to our wives sometimes. It's not wrong. And I have experienced many times. And here is 
says very clearly, Barak was happy not to receive the glory. That's what Deborah told him very clearly. Now listen, not that you think that you get the honor when you do what God has said. No, the honor will be different because God had another woman and this woman, she overcame Caesarah. And we know this story. She nailed his head through a temple onto the tent floor. And it was easy then for Barak to take the victory over Caesarea. Okay? Glory before man is something that's a weakness we all have, isn't it? And some people do uh, enormous things just in order to get glory before men. And the Bible says us clearly in Luke 17.10. That's what Jesus said. So you too, when you do all the things which you are commanded uh, to do, say, we are unworthy slaves. We have done only what we ought to do. And that's what it is. Don't expect great honor by man, but what we do, we do for the Lord. And that is enough for us. Hallelujah. To please him must be enough for us. And that's very interesting. But Barak, he was happy just if God can bring deliverance from this power of uh, suppression. But he believed what the Lord said. Barak did not fear the 900 iron chariots. You know what they were? They were chariots they were standing on with a horse in front, but on the wheels, on the spokes of the wheels on the sides, there were uh, sharp swords mounted. And could you imagine when the wheels were spinning and rolling, the sharp swords on the side were rotating as well. And they worked uh, like a mince machine. So they had horrible weaponries then as well. Our weapons we have nowadays, they are so horrible. But I tell you what, for evil, they were also able to invent things horribly, very horribly. And when they ran with their iron chariots into the armies of the enemies, a horrible picture was then. People were amputated on, with their legs. Their arms were amputated because these swords were turning and spinning and so on. Barak didn't fear them because he knew something, that the battle is the Lord. As King David, when he came against this giant Goliath, and he said, 
The battle is the Lord's. And if we understand this, then we know we can relax. The Lord will bring it about. Of course, the weapons the devil is using are very, very uh, unfair. It was Luther when he had to go to Worms in order to speak out of the gospel in front of the, the Kaiser and in front of the Pope. And people asked him, are you not scared to go to Worms? He said, even if there were so many demons in Worms, I've been in Worms, that's where Luther had to uh, speak against what he was saying and so on. Even if there will be so many demons as roof tiles are on the houses, I would go anyway. So he was encouraged. It doesn't matter how much um, opposition we have. Now Barak, he pursued them. He knew the battle is the Lord. And as David, King David, experienced it, and he was conquering, the, conquering Goliath. Although Barak, he pursued him, the chariots of Sisera. And we understand this, he pursued him till the place where he found Sisera. Sisera was killed by a simple, simple lady, Jael, the wife of Heba, the Bible says. And she gave him milk because he was exhausted. He laid down. She gave him milk. And then when he was fast asleep, she took a tent pack. And she was looking for a hammer. And she found a hammer, took this tent pack, and nailed his head to the tent floor. Horrible. But it was a victory God gave. Didn't Deborah said, now listen, Barak, there's no glory for you in the whole thing. A woman, a woman will have the victory. And she became, and the, so that Caesarea was actually killed. And the victory for Israel was given. He, oh, she overcame him, and the victory was so they had no more, more no more uh, suppression from the Canaanites. And so we can also have faith in Jesus. We don't have great power. The only thing we have is in Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And you and I, we are called for victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. 
And so let us always have this faith in the Lord. Barak, he needed a little bit of encouragement. Sometimes it's also good when somebody encourages you and say, go in the name of Jesus. Things the Lord has prepared for us will be a victory in every, every situation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now we see the words of Deborah came to pass. The Lord will give Caesarea into the hand of a woman. And ladies and sisters, if I may say like this, don't say I am not good. The Lord can use you too as you have faith in Jesus. That's so good. Heavenly Father, I thank you. And I want to bless your wonderful name. Her Lord, I thank you also for your word. And you gave Israel victory through the hand of a woman. Lord, I thank you that you can use those you have called. And I bless your wonderful name. Also now, hallelujah. We thank you. Amen.